Welcome back to Archives of Abella Daily, the only podcast putting a price tag on magic. Today is May 29th, equal to Gemini 9th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. May 29th. 1790 is the date Rhode Island becomes the last of North America's original 13 colonies to ratify the co- to ratify the constitution and become one of the United States. Beyond our world in the magical wonderland of Fabella, the cost of magic was discovered. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Gemini 9th, 5790 FY, Fabella year, equal to May 29th, 1790 AD, Earth year. It's the revolution age of Fabella. The magical world is going through an incredibly turbulent period where people are rocking the boat of the established status quo. But one ingenious troll is about to throw the globe a curveball. So what did he do that changed the way people looked at the greatest power in all the world forever? It's the year 5790. Magic in Fabella has enjoyed centuries of prosperity, blessing record numbers of people with the gift of having their wildest dreams come true. Magic is coveted by vast populations of people. Most cannot perform a simple spell. To have a warlock on the battlefield is a major advantage in any war. Witches and wizards alike are key members of society and continued growth of communities in Fabella, but behind this wonderful power lurks a dangerous secret. Little research has been done into how magic was even possible. An early physicist desires to peel back the layers behind this power and answer the fundamental questions nobody has been able to answer. His name is Dr. Lambert Oakbottom. On Gemini 9th, Oakbottom discovers something alarming about magic. For days, he's been using magic to conjure various materials out of thin air, and then puts small samples of those under a microscope to see if there are differences between magically conjured and traditionally made objects of the same material. Every magically conjured object that Oakbottom examines is absolutely teeming with bacteria, more than what he sees on traditionally made objects. Around this time, Oakbottom begins suffering from what he calls, in his journal, extreme bouts of fever. 
a doctor announces that he has a tumor. For months during his work, Oak Bottom's health continues to deteriorate. It's then he forms a strange hypothesis. What if this repeated exposure to magic was to blame for his ill health? A sick Lambert Oakbottom begins to spend every waking moment tirelessly researching a correlation between magic and the spread of disease. He finds that children in magic academies are traditionally quite ill. Nurses at these institutions sneak small doses of health potion into their food to keep them in peak health. Furthermore, the booming potion business is almost entirely centered on selling pharmaceuticals to magicians. Early magicians, before these pharmaceutical potions were invented, all suffered from various malignant diseases and most died quite young. Premature graying of the hair, skin discoloration, boils, and an extreme number of fevers are reported by the magical population every year. Everyone has been so mystified by what they can do with magic, nobody has bothered to ask the most important question. What is the cost of magic? The answer Oakbottom discovers is your health. This realization comes at the most inopportune time as Oakbottom is on his deathbed. Before he passes away, he publishes his findings. Oakbottom's journal carries a dire warning that has an incredible effect on Fabella's future. The link between magic and disease is incontrovertible. I am more convinced now than ever before that a miscast spell could produce a virus so catastrophic it could wipe out large numbers of people. Magicians refused to believe Oakbottom's claims when the report was finally published. The Order of the Source and other organizations in the magical community were successful in denouncing his research and keeping it largely from the public for years. Eventually, scientists were able to prove his theory was correct. Fabella paid the price for ignoring Oakbottom. The saga virus proved to be the pandemic that Oakbottom warned about when he died. The deadly saga virus, causing grotesque disfigurements in individuals, was a major contributor to Fabella sliding into a post-apocalyptic nightmare from the years 6012 to 6035 FY as life in Fabella was finally extinguished. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and Audioblocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.